Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider It seems I've heard that song before. Call the patent office, copyright the name Green Goblin. I want a corner every time somebody says it. That spider freak making me look ridiculous. Up, up, and away with! What? Shazam! Spider-Man? Stupid reporters still think puny Parker's Spidey. Go, Web, go! We're gonna have a hell of a time. It's Swinging Free Spider-Man, episode 11. As usual, I'm James Rushton, the host-ish. I've got a co-host as well, Bradley Hughes. You may as well be the co-host, then, it might. May as well. Like we just discussed, I do coast. Yeah, the, the host with the most coast. Each week, I read a issue of The Amazing Spider-Man to my best pal, Bradley Hughes, who uh, makes quips, tries to get it all in his head, and uh, probably doesn't stop thinking about it, if you're anything like Ruined me. Ruined jokes at the same time. I'm sorry. All right, man. As long as you keep doing what you're doing, I think we're, we think we're going fine. Thanks to everyone who's been listening so far. You can find us at Spidey Podcast on Twitter if you want to talk to us. Reviews, they're all good. Ratings, they're fine. You know, all the statistics are all kind of good, but we prefer to just to talk to people. You know, if you want to just have a chat, that's fine. Um, we're here to, we, I think we're here for the long run now-ish. I think we've got past that, the, the teething bit. So, yeah, we're here, and uh, we're ready for issue 11 of Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, I know I'm ready. Yeah, you're always ready, mate. Still Stan Lee, still Steve Ditko. It's, the, it's still the early days. Uh, where did we leave off? Um, there was a bit of a bit of a spat between Peter and Betty. Betty left town. Yeah, it's um, hot Pete as Spider-Man. Yeah, he dealt with the enforcers. Um, she's gone, crying to herself in a, a motel room. Wow, cliffhanger city. So, without any further ado, let's get into it. Issue 11, mate. Ooh, I'm about to dive in. But we forgot one thing, mate. What? Um, last episode, yeah, we said it was Ock Week. Ock Week. Ock Week. Octopus Week, yeah. That man is back. That man is back. Daddy Octopus, man. Big Daddy-o. Not Daddy-o. Daddy-o. Octopus. The postman. Okay, where does that issue start? It starts with Peter trying to forget all about Betty Brandt. Um, he don't know why she's left town. She's gone, ignoring him. But he can't because a breaking news story interrupts him. Uh, Doctor Octopus has been released from prison after serving his term. Fuck you now. You got off lightly, man. Off <laughs> so light. <laughs> fucking domestic terrorism, mate. That takes the cake. You know, you're usually sent to Guantanamo, tortured a bit, you know, have peanut butter shoved up your ass, stuff like that. You know, you don't get a good run if you're a domestic terrorist. Cold War, he's a fucking, he may as well be a Ruski. You know what I mean? Oh, Cold yeah. War, atomic shit. He was fucking doing major damage. At most, he's had about 10 weeks in jail. <laughs> at, at most, I mean... Peter Parker's still in school. He can't. He can't have been that long. I'm surprised they didn't like strap him up and give him the old lethal injection. You know, I would have. Wink, wink, night, night, naughty, straight away. Just, just straight like, away. I just imagine like Electro sitting there as a chair, <laughs> like, like, like they put him to put him to good use. <laughs> like you know when you lean up against the wall with all your strength and like you sort of like. 
like sit down do against the wall. Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> but he then becomes the electric chair. That like that's like a reduction in his service. You know, he his job in prison is to kill the other prisoners when they're you know on death row. He is the electric chair. The, the, the real the real crime in all of this, the real sentence would it be the time that he's serving in prison or living every night knowing that he's killing his fellow settlement. Yeah, listen to their screams, gurgles, dribbles, brain explosions as they all happen directly on top of him on his lap. Just just covered in fluids over his nice green suit. <sighs> Great, that's uh, imagery. I quite, I quite, Certainly, some I quite imagery. like the idea of like Dark Ark being released. It's like uh, the prison's getting pretty full, Jerry. Um, shall we? Shall we release uh, Jeff, the uh, the two bit criminal who uh, just uh, stole a bag of weed? Nah, the, the, the maniac with the Four mechanical arms, just get him out of here. Yeah, get him right out of here. And uh, yeah, as I said, at best, um, he served about 10 weeks. At worst, it's probably been about four days <laughs> since. Uh... Yeah, he's the reason pigeon. Peter instantly, instantly, the second he hears it, he's like, fuck that, and swings off to the prison to demand he be put back in prison. Probably the, probably the most sane move to, to, to go with Rula. Um, yeah, go straight to prison. Goes to the warden, right through the warden's window, and uh, says, hang on a minute, you really need to put this guy back in prison because he's probably the biggest threat I've faced, and you know, I'm, I'm powerful, but this guy's another level. He's just pure, he's maniacal, are we, he's twisted. Are we forgetting how Electro almost killed him purely by accident? That, by accident, he didn't mean it. Dr. Octopus wanted to crush his head. To be fair, he could have. He could have if he wanted to. Yeah, it was a bit of a sick game. Of course, he's the only really serious threat. Everything else has been, yeah, he's been battered. He's been beat up. But not like Dr. Octopus, man. Not like that. Not like Launcher, helpless. Um, Swings off, goes to the warden, demands uh, Octopus be put back in. And the warden's like, we can't hold him because he served the time. And I'm like, what time? It's not enough time. <laughs> There's no amount of clocks in the world that have this amount of time. There's no way they could, they couldn't they couldn't afford the sushi chef to stand outside of his cell all day. That's what it was. He's just Fuck. just standing there, just like slapping his his knife in his hand, like gonna serve you up octopus. Spider Man's in the right. The warden gives him ten seconds to leave. I mean, he's a, he's a wanted criminal. Well. From the looks of it, Doc Ock's sentence, you know, he's got the time off because he's good behaviour. Like, what? If someone is a ter- genuine terrorist, genuine does acts of terrorism, good behaviour doesn't come into the equation. No, it really doesn't. Ock's been contained in a specially constructed cell. You needed, uh, but he, he's going to be let out of that now. Um, the warden's been confronted. Ock's going to be released. It's the law. He served his time. However, Doc Ock isn't planning he's not rehabilitated i don't think prison does a good job anyway every fucking doc ock is not going to be a changed man especially if he's been in there for four hours that's it (laughs) it's it's hardly it's hardly enough time to really think about your actions it is literally a slap slap on the wrist (laughs) police officer there you go son here is here's the bloodstained sheets that you had when you came in all right good see you later now (laughs) He's been training his arms, which means masturbating heavily. Heavily, with all four arms, man. 
<laughs> he's also lost a little weight. Fair play to him. And he look, looks a lot scarier. Um, I think he's lost his weight because he literally has no use for his body anymore. It's just all forearms, isn't it? Wouldn't that mean? Wouldn't that mean that you'd put on more weight? Yes, it would. Indeed. I mean, if he's always standing, he's never sitting. You know, sitting is a, the the big killer, isn't it? You sit, you die. If you stand, your blood. <laughs> People out there just listen to his podcast like, "I've got to stand right now." Just kind of, just kind of sit up, get a standing desk, <laughs> and um, yeah, you got to think about that posture. That's what it is. It's all I've said it before, man. It's posture. Doc Hart leaves the prison. But uh, Pete had to leave as well. He thinks, uh, well, maybe Doc Ock does deserve a second chance if everyone's saying he does. Not right. Not, you know, I think you do think about giving second chances to people, not if they're potentially uh, not at if they're, this level. Not if they're, ter- not if they're this level risk and they have shown nothing that will change your mind. Not one thing. Especially in that short amount of time. Um, He leaves and uh, the police are like, well, with your talent, Doc... It'd be easy for you to get a job, you know? And he's like, fuck that, a job? No, I am the superior being, I'm off, and I can't wait for the world to tremble at my name. And I know he's thinking that to himself, but from the way he's dressed, the way he carries himself, you know that this guy thinks he's, he's into eugenics, is what I'm saying. The thing is, Doc Ock strikes me as the kind of guy that that thinks aloud. Like, he, he says his thoughts out loud. Like, I could just imagine him strolling out. Just The thing is, he's actually carrying his bag with his shit in it. <laughs> but he's, he's not carrying it with his normal human hand. No, that, that'd, be too, that'd be too easy. He's carrying it along with his metal hand. He's also but he's, tipping his fedora and buttoning in off his shirt with, with them as well. I'm not going to lie, man. Oh, he's also got a cigarette with one of them. Oh, mate. I've heard of Octo Dad, but get ready for Octo Swag. Doc Ock meets up with someone who has come to collect him as promised in their letter to him. Spidey is spying on him. He looks like a girl who's driving the car. Uh, She says, make yourself comfortable, Ock. It'll be a long drive. It's better. What? What the fuck? What? I'm not going to lie, that is a fake taxa. That is strange. That is incredibly strange. Ock is uh, happy, you know. That, that it's been planned. It's it's quite strange. And Peter's mad. He sprints. A map falls out of the car. And uh, a tracker he has made in his spare time, because he's got a lot of it, um, he swings it onto the car with a good throw. And, uh, yeah, he attaches the tracker to the car. And it, it takes off. Um he looks at the map that's fallen out of the car. He's got the tracker. He knows where it's going. He looks at the map. Mate, they're off to Philadelphia. It's road trip time. Born and raised on the south side where I spent most of my days. Yeah. Road trip time. Now our scene switches to the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, the crack Liberty Bell. Hoagies, I think they're called. Hoagies. I think they call them hoagies in Philadelphia. The big is it, sandwiches. I was about to say, hoagies is a big sandwiches in it. Real yeah, but I think you can get stabbed in these places if you get the wrong name of it because it's like a territory. It's like a sub. Is it really that bad? It's like a sub in New York City. In Philadelphia, I think you have to call it a hoagie. You have to. It, it might be the other way around. So either way, I fucked it up there. Man, I just have dreams where we can all just sit at a table 
and our brothers and sisters can eat hoagies and subs together without having arguments. It's all I want in the world. Oh, we're quite far off that day, mate. In Philly, a lawyer, Bennett Brandt, is meeting his client. First name, Blackie. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa now. He's covered in black hair from head to toe. Um, curly black hair, curly black eyebrows, big black moustache. Um, the one thing that is striking about him is how incredibly white he is as well. Yeah, he's so white. Um, the client is asking Brant if he's told his sister to do what was asked, and he says yes, Betty's driving Dockock to Philly right now. Gee, how does how does Betty find herself in these situations, man? She's... Well, the lawyer of this criminal is her brother, and they're in, you know, I think she her criminal, not criminal past, but, you know, she borrows money from the wrong people. I'm assuming he borrows the money from the wrong people. He's in debt to this guy, clearly. And uh, they've got a deal with Doc Ock. Oh, that makes it like, man, this is such a thick plot line. So, uh, yeah. The lawyer's in debt to Blackie. Blackie wants Doc Ock to spring him from jail and will cancel the debt. He wants He's given a job to Doc Ock, who's probably the only man who can get him out of jail, and they'll cancel Bennett's debt. Bennett heads home, though, um, after a hard day being um, sassed by his criminal client, who's clearly got one up over him, heads home to find Doc Ock actually harassing his sister, Betty. Oh, man. You don't. You don't ever. I'm telling you, you don't ever want to come home to see your sister being harassed by tentacles. It's not. It's never good. <laughs> it's in Japan. He's upset that Betty hasn't spoken to him throughout their car ride. Imagine that the two hour or so car ride, and he's just <laughs> literally like, "Oh, the weather is nice, isn't it, not Betty?" <laughs> and she's just staring straight ahead, trying not to cry and scream at the same time, and shit herself, and fucking. You know, you've got this. If you're transporting a domestic terrorist, it's a crime. It's a crime. I know he's got pardoned, but you know, they're taking her to do illegal things. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, um, she's pissed off and she's like, fuck off. I've done my part. Um, Bennett comes in, steps in. Doc Ock picks him up and does uh, his signature move, which is a clear backhand. It's so crisp as well. It's like it makes that exact. Noise yeah, up. you know it. You, it's, it's a little like pop, like, just a couple of lines on the slap. It's, it's like a proper, perfect right off his nose. Uh, yeah, it's a signature move for him. Betty uh, cries to Bennett, uh, Bennett, her brother, asks him, you know, we need to make a fresh start. This shit is not working out at all for anyone, and uh, he needs to get free of his client, Blackie Gaxton. And Doc Ock now, of course, he's got himself right in a mess with these that, these two gangsters. Mm, he's, in, he's in deep water. <laughs> really is. Over in New York City, Pete says his goodbyes to Aunt May and heads off to catch a fl- plane to Philly. All he needs to do is find Betty's connection to Doc Ock and get, a, get back in time for class. That's it. To be fair, when there's lives at risk, class can kind of wait. Using his tracker, he finds Becky, Betty. Becky? Where did that come from? Betty. In China. Who the fuck is Becky? It's not Betty at all. Uh, well, he finds Betty, changes into his street clothes, and uh, he hugs and apologises. She's having a shit time. She's so glad to see Pete. 
Betty tells him everything about the enforcers, her debt, her brother, Doc Ock, Blackie Gaxton, all the situation they're in. Uh, he's just there nodding. And he goes, well, since you've told me everything, I've got a secret of my own. <gasps> no. He doesn't do it. He plans to tell her that he's Spider-Man when they are back in New York City, safe and sound. Well, that makes sense. Home turf and that, you know, home field advantage. You don't tell anyone your secret identity in the middle of the street. That's a rule. That's a that's a swinging free Spider-Man rule. The first we're one. talking about a geezer that just crawls into his bedroom dressed as Spider-Man, gets undressed with the window wide open. I don't think I don't think Peter's as smart as he thinks he is. He looks into this one, mate, because uh, Doc Ock commits to his plan, breaks uh, Gaxton out of jail, Blackie Gaxton. They both climb down the building, but uh, the deal's still not done. Because Betty and Bennett think they're free, but they're apprehended by Gaxton's folks who demand they join Ock and Gaxton for the uh, farewell party. Clearly, they want no witnesses. Oh, God. It's a boat out of town where they're all meeting, but the tracker leads Spidey to the boat. Just as back Blackie Gaxton is beating the shit out of Betty's brother, Bennett, Spidey jumps in. And of course, of fucking course, he slips and sprains his ankle. Jeez. Literally, it's like a physical whoosh. Like <laughs> you can see him just fucking sl- ship decks, slippery places at the best of times. When there's just ropes lying around, you know, health and safety. We talk, we're talking about a geezer that can literally walk up walls <laughs> and he couldn't get enough grip. <laughs> he can climb up a 90 degree vertical. <laughs> <laughs> Axis. <laughs> His spidey sense can tell him when people are punching him, but not when there's shit just lying places that can like proper, you know, get in his way and hurt him and make him fall over. And especially this one, he sprained his ankle, mate. Um, he can't actually put any weight on it at all. <laughs> so he's essentially almost, almost useless. Of course, because he's uh, sprained his ankle and he's made a loud noise, he's knocked everything on a deck of the ship over, where uh, Ock and Gaxton are planning to flee the city of Philadelphia. All the thugs get him at gunpoint and uh, bring him into Gaxton and Ock, where they're holding Betty and Bennett hostage. Dark Ock is happy to see Spider-Man. But he's just happy to get his revenge. He can't wait. He's been waiting for this in prison, doing his little push-ups and uh, whatever he's been doing in prison. And uh, oh, he's been training with his arms, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, really training those arms, flexing. Ock does a turn. He creates a fight between everyone. He just starts swinging. He turns on Gaxton. He turns on Spidey. He just he just bombs for Spidey. Literally, he doesn't care about the deal he's been involved in. I think he's been plotting this from the, the get-go. To be honest, he doesn't care about anything that is happening he goes straight for spidey and he doesn't care who's in his way the person he's just helped blackie jackson's in the way um he starts to fight spidey he can't really walk but he's still got them swinging arms man he can still deliver the punch punch. um the one punch he might yeah he drops the punch on gaxon and ock at the same time and gets them out of the room clears the situation however blackie has a gun he pulls it on Spider-Man. Tense. He's done this, he's done well before with this, you know, he's had a gun pulled in his face and he managed to boot it, you know, in the electro situation with the prison, he managed to boot the gun into the air. Yeah, that big brown boot. Big old rubber boot. Uh, 
not the thing, not the option he takes here. What he does is wrestle to get the gun, but the gun just goes off in the hull of the ship where they're all they're all at. Oh God! Um, the crossfire hits Bennett in the uh, Betty's sister brother. Fucking hell! Like, why have they got the same name? Make sure you know they're related. Bennett Brandt is the brother of Betty. And he's shot when this crossfire happens. The gun goes off in straight into his stomach. Um, he literally just curls up and dies there and then. Damn, one and done. Yeah, Betty's screaming. Spider-Man's like, what the fuck? I told everyone to stay away. Why does no one listen? And Bennett's just in the corner going, oh, it's better this way. <laughs> You can all wash your hands of me. And he's just dying and everyone's screaming. And Betty's screaming at um, Spider-Man saying, I wish Peter was here. I wish someone was here to help me. She's just pounding on his chest and he's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Oh, God. And he's looking around and Doc Ock's fucking waking up and Gaxon's running off and there's a dead man on the floor and Betty's screaming at him. And he's just not with it at all. If only he had like four extra appendages to deal with multiple things at once. Betty drops to the floor going, oh, if only Peter was here. Uh, Bennett's dead because of Spider-Man. Gaxton runs off and he's like, uh, see you later, Betty. <laughs> I've got to deal with shit. And uh, chases <laughs> Gaxton down the ship. Uh, I don't know where Doc Ock is at this point. I think he's been knocked clean for the fuck out, to be honest. Um, Gaxton's flying across the ship and uh, Spider just knocks him out. Fair play. However, Doc Ock wakes from his Spider-Man-induced coma. (laughs) Spider-Man can't really deal with Dr. Octopus, can he, mate? At all. Well, last time it was was sort of like certain circumstances that allowed him to actually defeat him because he was in a chemical plant, wasn't he? And he managed to combine some chemicals up in order to web his mechanical arms together, didn't he? So he's in the middle of a ship, man. He's, he's in octopus territory now. He's on the open seas. He really is in octopus territory, mate, and um, it's not going good. His plan when he faces octopus is just to run away. Like, run away as fast as he can, as far as he can. He tries to get the drop on him, to be fair. It doesn't really work. I mean, he retreats from him. And uh, the only way he kind of escapes is just blasting a chemical fire extinguisher in Ock's face. Uh, doesn't really work. Um, but it serves as a distraction to Blackie's thugs. So, you, know, you take out the leaders, the little snakes are still there. They grab the money, they grab Betty, and they try to run off. But they run straight into Doc Ock, who takes the money and Betty, and tells them to, like, fucking do one, or otherwise they're going to get crushed. <laughs> fuck, fuck bitches, get money. So that's what Doc Ock's about, man. Spider-Man's pissed here, man. He flies at Ock straight away, but he's running on empty, sprained ankle. He's got no gas left in the tank, but he's seen Betty being literally hoisted away by Doc Ock. So he fucking loses it and just starts swinging. Uh, Doc Ock realizes, I've got to make a break for it. A boat approaches, which is Blackie's escape boat. But little do they know, Blackie's been knocked the fuck out. Um, the, the boat comes in, Doc Ock jumps on it, and uh, commandeers it from Blackie's crew. Uh, in desperation, Spidey throws himself onto the fleeing little lifeboat. Um, 
the pair scrap on this boat. They're, they're trading blows, straight trading blows here. Right, going for it. Yeah, one mano in mano, straight going for it, cooking up a storm. Uh, the crew jump off the boat because they realise there's just two fucking idiots maniacal supervillain superhero just smacking the shit out of it. It's, you know, not worth killing yourself over. So they jump a swim off. Um, the boat has got no crew. It's Doc Ock, Spider-Man fighting on it. Spider-Man does not care about dying. He just wants to fucking take Doc Ock down. And he almost does. What actually takes the pair down is the fact the boat just fucking crashes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And sends them both flying. Um, the police sirens come in, the crew's jumped off, the ship crashes, Ock and Spider go into the water. Oh man, that really is octopus territory now. The police escort Betty home, where a soaking wet Peter changes to meet her. You know, Doc Ock's gone, he's went into the water and fucking disappeared. I don't know how. He looks like a bloated corpse anyway. <laughs> that- so maybe they assumed he was drowned. Just the, the fact he's got no neck, man, it makes him aerodynamic as he's just shoot through the water, man. He's just, he's just head and shoulders. Like a little missile. Like a missile, yeah. A little short, fat missile. You know he looks up, man? You know Bullet Bill from Mario? <laughs> just that. They've been sent into the water. Pete goes home. Betty's lost a brother. She's crying. And uh, Pete just, all he does to her, I'm sorry about your brother. She apologizes again and says, ah, oh, it was okay. I know that Spider-Man was there to help. It's just I never want to see him again because um, he reminds me of my brother now. And he's like, well, fuck. Um, I've got no actual secret to tell you, really. It's not the best time, I don't think, um, <laughs> considering. <laughs> it's just, he was he was about to tell her, like, he's unbuttoned half his shirt. Like, there's a little bit of red peeking through. And she goes, I hate Spider-Man. And he's just like, yeah, as he's just slowly doing his shirt back up. <laughs> she doesn't hate him anymore. She just never wants to see him again. It's for positive reasons. She never wants to see him again, though. Uh, thus, she won't be going back to New York in any kind of hurry at all. Hmm. Peter understands he leaves and heads off home into the night. And that is the conclusion of issue 11 of The Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it leaves it on a bit, of a, a bit of a hanger, really. I mean, well, for once, the criminal wasn't dealt with, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, I don't know how I feel about that. What do you mean? I, it's just... It's just... Betty's just been stranded in the middle of this place. Like, where's where's she gonna be? Like, surely you want to keep tabs on her because the the mob are, the mob are after her. Like, Spider Man's just like, oh, there's a fugitive on the loose, but maybe I shouldn't look for him. Oh well, I'll leave him to it. Is just... oh, I think the police dealt with him in the end. Oh, not Doc Ock. Doc Ock got away, but Gaxton got caught. Yeah, that that I assumed. But I'm talking about the big boy octopus man, the catch of the day. You know that sea squid. Uh, he gets away. Um, it's not revealed where he kind of goes, but I assume that um, he's going to be appearing very soon. It is Ock Week after all. Um, two episodes. Octopus. Two Doctor Ox. Um, the next one, I can confirm, he does come back. Oh man, bit of a spoiler. But... Um, but yeah, he's he's straight, he's straight in it, and that's that. Uh, 
more complications with Pete. He was about to do a big thing, big commitment. Tell Betty, hang on, I am Spider-Man. And she's like, I really hate Spider-Man kind of now. And then he's like, yeah, probably just best to uh, button that, uh, put a pin in that one, certainly for now. And, mate, that is the end. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that one. Doc Ock didn't really do anything. <laughs> he's just like, um, so what, what was the secret you was going to tell me, Pete? Um, you know you know what? I was just going to tell you Aunt May's secret recipe for the best damn apple pie you ever did taste. Oh, man. That slice of that New York apple pie, man. Always, always there. It's got to be done. But yeah, uh, poor Betty. <laughs> she's went through a lot of shit. Yeah, she's been... For, for, for a girl that was literally drew into, what, the third, fourth comic? Yeah, she was a recent addition. Put in there? Yeah. Some serious character development. Not only does she have to deal with her, like, colossal idiot of her boyfriend, she's got to deal with the fact that she knows she's he's hiding something that is kind of loves dangerous situations that he always gets his you know nose involved now her brother's dead um she's not sure about her future she doesn't know where she's going next and yes spider-man's just there like oh, he's just bumble fucking through it all which is uh quite something you know anyway mate um i think we ended it there a bit of a short one today but uh we flew through that one it was one i flew through reading to be honest man um i was i did expect doc Ock to do a bit more a page turner yeah it really was yeah. it was in the plot the plot was the star of this one it really was it's we had to, we had to take a back foot because there's just so much going on yeah there is a lot going on in this one um it was just how they quickly introduce new characters how quickly those new characters disappear um Props to Spider-Man. First thing he heard when Doc Ock was going to be released, swing straight over to the fucking jail and slam that door shut. Um, Shame move. he couldn't do it. But yeah, that's that's it. The first part of Ock Week is over, mate. Um, we're back very soon with another one with Doc Ock. Ock Week. Ock Week is still strong. Swing every Spider-Man episode 11. That is Bradley Hughes. I am James Rushton. You can find us at Spidey Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us on all the podcast places. If you liked it, leave a review. It will, and you know you can speak to us on Twitter as Spotty Podcast. As we, just we, we read everything, Trust me. absolutely everything you send through. We read it. We reply. Um, honestly, we we just really enjoy the feedback, thoughts, even if the negative, especially if the positive. Just feed them through to us. We we enjoy. We I mean, like we said, it's a passion project, but we love doing it, and we love your reactions. What we're asking you to do is put the feed into feedback. Yes. Ah, yeah, you like that? I, d- I did. I did. Just 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 marvel. Don't put the sue in sushi. <laughs> no, you just don't chop up Doc Ock just yet. We uh, got a little more to rinse out of him. I think. Just a little bit more. Definitely, man. Bring on that shark. I mean, the Octo Week. Yeah, bring on Oc Week. No, forget Shark Week, mate. As you said, bring on Oc Week. Uh, 